Well, good morning and welcome to chapel this day. Great to see you here. We'll call them remnants. Those left able to worship, gather, celebrate, join together, listen to Clinton preach, Ryan Reed, Jessica play. It is the season where uh, in just a moment or two we'll get to rest just a bit in the uh, although rest in the presence of multiple celebrations. Hanukkah just ended last night. What's last night like? Great. We'll take it. Fourth Sunday of Advent about to arrive, and then celebration of Christmas and New Year and countless resolutions that we'll pretend to keep. Uh, may your celebrations be well. We pray for all of those from our community that have been displaced by the fires that uh, rage north of us. Uh, I'm sure uh, they know that as we gather and we pray for them, they feel our support uh, and will continue to send messages of support to them. And then on a personal note, it's great to be back. Uh, rehab does a couple of things for you. Uh, it reminds you that joints work in a certain way that I used to think it was a fairy tale that to get a knee replacement, following that you could tell when the weather was changing. It really is true. But it's awfully good to be back. Thank you. With that, let's stand for our opening invocation. Oh, sorry, one more. These are for the taking. They're out on the marble top. Please receive them generously and make a new home for them. In the presence of a gracious God we gather. God lives in us. God loves through us. God meets us here, blessed by the presence of God. Amen. We continue with our litany and prayer. We have failed. We have forgotten, we have injured, we have gloated, we have hoarded, we have turned away. Your child of God, in our world it is often hard to remember that God loves you just as you are. God loves you not because you are good. God loves you, period. God loves us not because we are lovable. No, we are lovable precisely because God loves us. By the grace of God, you are forgiven and you are loved. Amen. Please be seated.
A reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, the 25th, 25th chapter. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. The Pancake Lady, a true story. So when I was in my 20s, living in Mid Wilshire, which if any of you are familiar with that area, it's just outside of the city of Los Angeles. I used to, um, on Wednesday nights, I would walk just short of two miles down Western Avenue to the Clinton Theater to watch a 99 cent double feature. Big treat. And on the way, there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken, which I sometimes treated myself to as well. So I did this about once a month, if I was lucky. And a few times, there was this older woman um, sitting on a corner, surrounded by all of her garbage bags and all of her collection of whatever. And it was right by the Kentucky Fried Chicken, across the street, actually. And, and so I would pass her by and not do anything, and I would have my double feature and my Kentucky Fried Chicken, but this started to weigh on me. So I finally told myself, I made a plan. I said, if you go to that Kentucky Fried Chicken, you are going to get her some food. So I went to the, to the chicken place, and um, I also, I'd always like challenge myself, right? So I said, no, you can't just give her your leftovers, an old biscuit or something. Whatever you eat, you have to also buy for her. So I did, and I went across the corner with my bag of a meal, and I think someone just before me was handing her a dime or something. And I said, I've got some food for you. And she looked up at me, and she said, is it pancakes? And I said, no, it's chicken. And she said, well, I've really had a craving for pancakes. <laughs> with apples on top and syrup. And I started to feel indignant. And I got a little snippy. And I said, well, it's fried chicken. Do you want it or not? And she replied, is it Kentucky? <laughs> and I said, yes. And then she reached out, and I handed it to her. And she said, thank you. And then she looked at me and said, but I would have rather had pancakes. <laughs> oh, I couldn't wait to tell my friends. And it's a story that to this day is still requested over and over. 
and I love telling it because, of course, my friends support me with all of their indignation, no matter how many times I tell it. Oh, that old hag, that blankety-blank, you fill in the blanks. How undeserving, how rude. You should have just walked off, save that for another meal. So fast forward now to my 40s. I have a family. I'm sitting in church. And I don't know why that cracks me up, but um, Episcopal Church, Father Paul, our rector, he starts preaching on love thy neighbor and all this blah, blah, blah. And then he, because <laughs> that's what I'm hearing, like a cat and a dog, right? Blah, 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 blah. And um, he starts, uh, he challenges us and he takes some spiritual license, as he would put it. And he says, you know how this has sort of evolved into the golden rule of do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And he then proceeded to challenge us and to say that perhaps what is really meant by that, and if it's meant with love, is to do unto others as they would have you do unto them. And, um, you know, busy trying to get my kids behave. But all of a sudden, I had this epiphany. And I thought, pancake lady. And just like the Grinch, my heart grew three times <laughs> in that moment. But unlike the Grinch, it probably lasted about two hours and then shriveled back down. But I have never forgotten that moment. And so now when that story is requested and I tell it over and over, I still get the absolute forthcoming indignation, but I always cap it with, but you know, if I had really cared, I probably should have gotten her pancakes. Which makes my friends all the more indignant, and then they tell me how crazy I am, so it all ends up being about me, which is a win-win. <laughs> so anyway, dear God, please help us to be even closer to you by striving to do unto others as they would have us do unto them and allow your love to work through us to elevate others' lives. I know you will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Amen. May God's love be in your heart. May God's love be on your lips. May God's love be in your touch. May God's love direct your feet. And may God's love be the life that you live. Amen. Amen.